1: Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Stop. I mean, every day that we see and talk to each other, every day that we try our very best, every day that we help another person, you help a elderly person cross the street or you donate some gas to your neighbor for his lawnmower. Every day you give the guy next door a lawn bag so he can get the rest of his stuff on the curb for garbage pickup. Every day you bring your neighbor's garbage can in with yours. Every day you call your mom to say hi. Every day you take your dad out for lunch. Every single day you do that. Always a good day. And we typically like to leave with the message at the end of the day, but today I think we'll start with it up top. I want to just for a moment. Good morning, Dan Barrero. How you doing? Victoria Hila Montenato. good to see you. I want to just start at the top today with the message. We need to continue. I'm seeing some good stuff. Last night, Chief, uh, excuse me, Keith Cross was... Uh, named our current chief of police. The ceremony was nice. I was not there, but I saw from my friends. Jason Crane, shouts out to The Voice, was there. Good stuff. Been reporting on the news here in the town way before Good Morning Aurora. Shouts out. Good man. Uh, Carter Crane, the whole family. Um, It was great. Mr. Cross is now our chief of police. In attendance were many people in the social strata here in Aurora, many on the, what I like to call the social justice wing of things, and the people who have typically been, uh, uh, we'll say, mildly antagonistic when it comes to law enforcement. They all were in attendance and all clapped. And that just goes to show you that at the end of the day, leave people to their unfettered devices And they will always choose the good. You know what I'm saying? They'll always choose to do right. So I was glad to see that. So let's keep the positive vibes up. Let's keep looking at each other as neighbors as opposed to, uh, you know, people that we don't know. And let's make sure that we can go into this weekend here with some more more good vibes and positivity. The time is now 8.07 a.m. and you are listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora. The second largest city's first daily news podcast. And good morning to you, Aisha Saxon, Eileen Sullivan Miller. It's a good day for a good day. Very well said. Yay! Very well said. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So starting off, we got some news, and it's hot off the presses. Check this out, you guys. Uh, recently, there is, or excuse me, the governor announced the Back to Business Grant Program to assist businesses negatively impacted by the pandemic. Now, here's the details, and I have the link for you guys as well. Eligibility requirements. Businesses with revenues of $20 million or less in 2019 and a reduction in revenue in 2020 due to COVID-19. Priority will be given to the following categories. Hard-hit industries. There are eligibility guidelines for a full list of priority industries and their definitions. Hard-hit areas. Uh, Businesses who have yet to qualify for state funding or federal assistance, including the PPP Restaurant Revitalization Fund Business Interruption Grant and the SVLG Shuttered Venue Operators Grant and businesses that had less than $5 million revenue in 2019. Uh, The portal will open Wednesday, August 18th. Allies for Community Business, A4CB, DCEO. That's um, the, you know, I have that I'll come back to that. A grant administrator, what that acronym is. We'll begin accepting applications on that day. Now, there are over one hundred community navigators that can assist individuals with, individuals with one-on-one technical assistance. Many can assist in Spanish as well as additional languages, including Polish, Chinese, Hindi, and Arabic. Small business development centers can also assist with one-on-one technical assistance. There are upcoming webinars. Friday the eighteenth, excuse me, Friday the thirteenth at ten a.m. Uh, B2B webinar is also at noon. That'll be the Spanish version. And then Tuesday, the 17th at 3 p.m., Thursday, the 19th at 11 a.m. Uh, the deadline is October 11th. So shout out, the o, shout out to the O-M-E-E, the Office of Minority Economic Empowerment. And I have that information. I will send that to you momentarily. Okay, now we also got a couple more things to talk about, but I want to give a shout out. We have a cameraman now, so I want to say... Yeah, what up? We got a we got a cameraman and uh, pretty cool. Something new. Good morning, Aurora. Had a cameraman once upon a time, but that was back when like we were just taking cameras inside of things and none of nobody was seeing the footage. How are you, Mr. Cameraman?
0: Doing well, doing well.
1: All right, good. Good to see you. Okay, Alyssa Ocone. Good morning, Alyssa. It's not I, Alyssa. It's Alyssa. I was just dragging out the A for a moment there. And Emily, good morning to you as Well, check this out. A lot of stuff happened last night and uh, the night before on Tuesday. So Aurora got some uh, interesting stuff here about a little change for complimentary alcohol. How does that sound? Not this early in the morning. We have coffee. There's numbers for that if you're drinking other stuff. (laughs) All right, but listen to this, you guys, because this is some uh, interesting news. So the Aurora city council just on Tuesday approved a way for businesses to serve complimentary alcohol at their establishments. Alderman approved amending the city's liquor code to create a license. So businesses can give away beer or wine for special events or to highlight sales. Now people can sip wine as they walk through an art gallery or have a beer at the barbershop. Now, Think about that real quick. Who's gonna be drinking the beer in the haircut process? Because if you're getting cut up, you can't really be drinking beer. You yeah. gotta lift your head back for that. And if you're cutting hair, I don't want my barber cutting my hair and drinking beer. But I, I, I. But that's just me though. That's just me. Afterwards, I guess. Yeah. Oh, good, good hair, good haircut. Toast it up. Toast it up. All right, that's cool. All right. You are right. That does happen. I, I stand corrected. Um, city Clerk Jennifer Stallings, who administers liquor licenses in the city, has said businesses have called her office asking to do promotions that involve alcohol. And that's pretty, because, you know, if you're a business who's starting out, you got a good idea to bring people in the door, but you don't have the money to yet pay for the license. So, I mean, I, I think this is actually pretty cool. Now, listen to this. Before this week, the city allowed people to bring in alcohol to a restaurant also known as BYOB allowance but did not have a special provision for shops that wanted to give away booze i don't like how they wrote booze in there and that makes it sound yeah now it does the law also did not specifically ban such activity either but uh, jennifer stalling said that the new amendment would quote make things a little more clear as to what stores need to do to serve complimentary alcohol what do you guys think about that the time is 8:12 a.m. let us know in the chat and we will shout it out i personally think that since this will help businesses and help uh, the up-and-comers and and bring and drive creativity and all kinds of fun stuff to the downtown, I think it's a good thing. I do also um, have faith in our city that if something does happen uh, or becomes untoward or becomes unprofessional, that they will take corrective actions very swiftly. Cheryl, Yes, we make the choice to do good. Thank you, Cheryl. You are right. And happy Thursday, everyone. That's from our dear friend, Anna Sierra, owner and founder of Anna's Custom Treats. All right. So it's extremely hot and muggy outside. Um, And I I hope, really, I mean, I hope it cools off just a tad bit. I don't know. You know, it's going to be winter here pretty soon. And 2021 is coming to an end. It's going to be a whole brand new year. What do you guys think about that? Besides the uh, new ordinance, you can let us know about that, too. It's August. Did we accomplish everything that we wanted to just yet in this year? For those of you who made resolutions, or are there still a couple more things that we have pending on our list? Not too sure, but let us know. I personally am not a uh, revolution guy. Resolution guy. (laughs) I typically try to um, consistently pressure myself to do better uh, if I am lacking or there's things that I need to do. So, I mean, for you guys who did do a resolution, I hope that it is completely solved for you. Bianca Carmago is here. Good morning, Bianca. And Rosa CR, good morning to you as well, dear friend. Okay, let's move on with the news. So, I saw something else that's interesting. Now, you remember me telling you guys about the Skinny Park? Remember that name? That does not roll off the tongue very good. Remember that? Skinny Park? Well, listen to this. The contract was approved to upgrade that piece of land. Now, for those of you unsure what where that is, it's the place, it's that little walkway that's in between Gary Brown Art and an old place that used to be called La Roca on Broadway. Um, it's that walkway back there, and when you walk down it, you spill out right into Riverfront Playhouse. So, listen to this. Aurora City Council this week approved upgrading a park between two buildings along both Broadway and... Both Broadway, Growth, Broadway, both Broadway and the Water Street Mall downtown, known unofficially as the Skinny Park, it will get a makeover thanks to a $261,032 contract with Simplify Landscaping of Yorkville. Hey, very cool. Shouts out. Uh, now, I'll tell you something about Simplify. Simplify Landscaping, uh, they also did the work on the Veterans Memorial and Monument at. Um, Phillips Park at the Sunken Garden. Uh, The money will cover building a concrete walkway with a brick inlay to match other walkways downtown, patio areas, also with brick pavers, a water feature, places for art on two building walls on either side of the park, and some of the artwork itself. It also includes permanent ping pong or bags game paraphernalia. Permanent ping pong. And this is another thing that I don't like. It also includes permanent or game paraphernalia. That's not a good word to use right there. Who wrote this? Actually, I know who wrote this. I can't. I can't. This this person's been. This is a a well-known journalist. Anyway, city officials have said they hope the park becomes a place where people want to hang out as well as an entryway to the Water Street Mall from Broadway. In addition to the work in this contract, the city has a request for queries out for artwork for the north and south walls on either side of the park. Those walls belong to existing buildings because the skinny park itself was once home for a building that was torn down. Very, very interesting. I'm gonna put the link in the chat for you guys. The time is now 8.16 a.m. Interestingly enough, um, now let me know what what you think I'm not a fan of the name Skinny Park, so I want to do something fun today. I'd like to know what you guys would like for that park to be named. What is a good name for that park? And I know we got some creative people here. Many of you own your own businesses with interesting names like Document the Abuse of McCarty Mills and as custom treats so since we're all creative people up sipping our coffee at 8 17 in the morning let me know what you think a good name for that park would be put that in the chat because i tell you what if the city ever says hey we're opening up a contest for names for this park your host will put the link to this video in their chat and let them see all the cool names that you guys came up with i will make sure that your idea if it ever comes to that can be seen Time is now 8.18. All right. So now that I have a cameraman, um, we're going to do something else cool. We're going to turn the camera on today at our normal time. But you will see um, your host here. You'll see your host. And we're going to do a couple more things with the studio. We've got some more upgrades that we're going to be doing. Some new lights and a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and some great Pizzazz. so stay tuned for all of that cool stuff that we got coming on all right as we typically typically, oh my god you know what guys i'm messing it up everybody sip it up sip a coffee let's do it oh let's it's good. it is good let's calm down let's remind ourselves the day is ours All right, let's get to the news and the headlines out there calling all kids and parents. Fun and school supplies are going to be available this Friday at Greenfield Park in Aurora. Alderman at large, Sherman Jenkins and the African-American Men of Unity are hosting their 13th annual event open to the public. Drive through and on a first come, first serve basis. Shouts out to a great. Excuse me, to great community partners and public servants and spread the word. Come on out for this. This will be fun. Victoria, take a sip. That is right. God, I love you guys, man. This is a community. Tracy Duran is here, everybody. Happy Thursday (laughs) to you, Tracy. Good morning. Shout them out. Shout them out. All of our friends and people. All right. Also, get ready for the Oaxaca Artisan Market. That's taking place Sunday the 29th of August from 1 to 7 p.m. The event will be at Casa Santa Maria, located at 314 East Downer Place. Authentic art, ballet, folklorical, dancing, and music. This will be a great community event that you don't want to miss. Shouts out to a lot of the great sponsors. Okay, and this coming up Monday the 16th from 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. will be the DACA Campus Briefing Zoom Webinar. A number of legal challenges have been leveled at DACA over the past year. Learn how these challenges will affect students, staff, and faculty. This is sponsored by the Office of the Vice Chancellor for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Uh, La Casa, Casa, excuse me, Cultural Latina and the Immigration Law Clinic College of Law. The event is hosted by the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. Now, I just posted this. So if you like, I mean, I don't want to tell you the, you know, don't tune out. Click Control-T, open another tab, and boom. Then you scroll down and look, because the time is now 8.20, and you might miss something cool and interesting. All right, and I got one more cool thing to tell you in the quick part of the news before I get back to what I want to read you, but do not forget to get ready to get your golf on. Our friends of the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce, are hosting their golf classic uh, Monday the 23rd of August. Uh, The event will be held at Orchard Valley Golf Course, which is a beautiful course and location. You can promote your brand and network with many business leaders and professionals who will be in attendance. Sponsorships are also available as well. Get to know more about the Aurora Chamber and Orchard Valley Golf Course because they do fantastic work. Now, here's something that I... Did not know. Orchard Valley has been around for a very long time. It's actually a staple here uh, in the in the community. And there's been a lot of great things that have taken place there. Orchard Valley has been the location for a great many amount of events, which have brought the community together uh, up to and including. Hispanic chamber, regional chamber, uh, benefits that have benefited mutual ground and all kinds of uh, different things. So shouts out to Orchard Valley. I like when public places get together for a uh, for a good cause. Good stuff. All right. So the link to um, the golf outing is now in the chat. Van Famous is here. Good morning, Van. All right. I have a piece of poetry. That. I want to um, that I want to read for you. Now I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, Rudyard Kipling. Does anyone know who Rudyard Kipling is? Anybody? I'll give you guys another eighteen seconds to figure out and let me know who Rudyard Kipling is. Rudyard Kipling is the author of a famous book which was turned into a blockbuster movie. It was first a Disney movie, then it's been redone many times. Does anyone know what that is? Oh, I should have known who was going to get it. Victoria is correct. Shouts out. That's the Jungle Book. That is the Jungle Book. Very, very good. All right. Rudyard Kipling is the author of the Jungle Book. I want to read something to you right now. It is always a temptation to an armed and agile nation to call upon a neighbor and to say, we invaded you last night. We are quite prepared to fight unless you pay us cash to go away. And that is called asking for Dane Geld, And the people who ask it explain that you've only to pay them the Dane Geld, and then you'll get rid of the Dane. It is always a temptation for a rich and lazy nation to puff and look important and to say, Though you know we should defeat you, we have not the time to meet you. We will therefore pay you cash to go away. And that is called paying the Dane Guild. But we proved it again and again that if you once have paid him the Dane Guild, you never get rid of of the Dane It is wrong to put temptation in the path of any nation for fear they should succumb and go astray So when you are requested to pay up or be molested you will find it better policy to say We never pay any one Dane geld no matter how trifling the cost For the end of that game is oppression and shame And the nation that pays it is lost. Now, I read that because it is striking at the moment, and I'm a poetry lover, it's striking at the moment because I do believe that from time to time in the realm of small business, for those of us who want to achieve great things, for those of us who have ambitions, for those of us who used to work behind desks and now we don't, and then we got a little, little taste of something, a little piece that we want to grow on, we got to remember to keep what we want in front of us and not be led astray by the low-hanging fruit. Don't take it just because it's there and it's easy. Work for what you want. Don't give up. Don't Pay away your problems. Take it on. Head on. Refine yourself. Do good. And I believe that could possibly be a better policy. Scott Hayes is here. Good morning to you, Mr. Hayes. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. The time is eight twenty-six. This is the second time we've done a little poetry on this show. We did it once upon a time, and people seem to like it. So I did it today, and nobody has... Uh, Nobody sent me a text like her stop reading poetry. You don't like it. So this is cool. All right. Now let's get back to uh, more of our great, great news. Okay. Kane County reaches a high level of transmission. Now this uh, just came out yesterday as a matter of fact. Kane County has reached what the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is designating a high level of community COVID-19 transmission. That's according to a press release from the Kane County Health Department. The rate of transmission over the past seven days is 108.19 cases of COVID per 100,000 residents. One month ago, Kane County averaged 10 cases per day, according to the release issued on Wednesday. Over the past week, Kane County has been averaging over 80 cases per day. On Monday, Kane County recorded 111 new cases and is seeing almost daily increases in hospitalization of patients. Over 73% of counties in the U.S. are currently experiencing high community transmission levels, largely because the Delta variant spreads so easily. Um, now, it, as it as it, excuse me as it continues, um, last week Kane County averaged over 1,100 residents getting COVID nineteen vaccinations each day. Since the vaccine became available, the number of fully vaccinated individuals who end up hospitalized with COVID nineteen is reported to be less than one percent of COVID nineteen hospitalizations in Illinois. Now, that's again according to the Kane county health department the link to this is going to be here in the chat the time is 8 28 a.m all right i still haven't seen any names for that skinny park where are the names for the skinny park i don't want to keep hearing five years from now i'm not trying to go get a i'm not trying to hear skinny park we need a better name for that park seriously If somebody at the city does listen to this, we need them to see cool names. We need something like Art Strip or 100 Feet of Creativity, something like that. That doesn't exactly roll off the tongue any better than Skinny Park. But, hey, I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. So let's talk about... um, Something else that is very important, you guys, because if I don't tell you about this, there's no telling you about nothing at all. Our friends of the Allied Teen Center. They have a mentorship program. The purpose of the program is to create positive peer relationships between middle school students and upperclassmen by spending time together, trying new things, and discovering what makes them come alive. Both mentor and mentee, will gain a greater sense of belonging and confidence. Mentees are middle school students, mentors at high school, juniors, and seniors. Shouts out. Now, this is a uh, post that I received, so I will post this uh, later on today for you guys to also take part in that. And also, coming up next week, well, week after, on the 25th, from 5 to 6 p.m., will be the virtual Social Justice Committee meeting. Hosted by State Representative Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd District, it will feature Mr. Marlon Chamberlain for the fully free campaign. It'll be via Zoom. There is a link which was not embedded, which I will have to post to you guys later on. All right. We got some coming in. We got some names. We got some names. Let's see. Nicole Asher tells us the Water Street Art Nook. I like that. That's not bad. Theater Alley. That's a good one. Paul Egan Park. I like that. Not too bad. Not too bad. We did have some good ones the other day. Uh, But yeah, keep them coming. I I like to, uh, I like creativity. I'm going to throw some things out there. They did have, I haven't seen the post lately, but they did have a a call for names for the bridge. The bridge that was just put over uh, going across east to west. Uh, So I kind of want to see what those names are and put those back out there. I do like when people give us creative stuff to talk about. All right, Cheryl Brownell, good morning to you as well. Everybody is here. We're all tuned in. We're all checking in. We got our coffee and we are blessed and highly favored. All right, you guys. So when it comes to the city of Chicago, did you know that the does anybody know the Drake Hotel? We know the Drake Hotel, right? The Drake Hotel is a, uh, a fantastic place. It is up for sale. Did you know that um, the Drake Hotel is you can buy it if you got a whole lot of money? We don't have a cha-ching button, so I'll just cha-ching. OK, Chicago's historic Drake, which has welcomed guests like Princess Diana and Walt Disney is up for sale. That's the latest development in the building's 101 year history. The brokerage JLL is representing BB&A Venture, an affiliate of the Brashears family and Acor Capital. The parties together own 90% of the property. Pricing is expected to be in the excess of $250 million, according to people close to the situation who asked not to be named because it's a private matter. This is what I, See, that's what I love. Hold on, let me, let me just, hold up, pause. Here. See, that's what, when I was a kid, that's what, like, turned me on to read more and the news and the dissemination of information. It was stuff like that. It was the complete accuracy, the pinpoint accuracy of the statement of the information, but then the ambiguity of where it came from. I love that. People said that 94% of people between age two to three were able to get this. That's according to anonymous. source. I love that. Like, yo, who is the right? Let's dig into it. Let's check the validity of the information and also check the source. All right, let me continue. This represents a one of a kind investment opportunity that allows a new owner with unique development rights to redevelop the property. However, a new investor feel will yield the highest ultimate value. That's according to Adam McGee, Senior Managing Director for JLL's Hotels and Hospitality Group. Wow. All right, so if you want to buy the Drake Hotel, I'll tell you what, uh, get your chips up. You can probably do it. And if you do buy the Drake Hotel, holler at Good Morning Aurora. Definitely, because I'm looking for a good discount. Okay, we got some names. We got some names. Let's check these names out. Playhouse Park. Cheryl I like that playhouse park let's put that on the list put that on the list okay okay playhouse park Norma Peterson hits us with artist park all right I like that too I like that too because art is the is the feature of it I mean the word art was used in the article 18 18 times so let's let's definitely put art in there somewhere if we can okay I like that Tracy says, looks like it's also called Beelman Park with an adjoining link. Uh, Historical. All right. Jennifer Ryan Mayton, good morning to you. Dan says, 1834 mini park. I like that. Is that the year that it was built? What's the 1834 reference? That's some history we got to look up early in the morning. Maybe we got some smart people on the line. Okie dokie. Well, let's, you know, because everybody matters here. Let's ask our cameraman. Cameraman, what should we name it?
0: I think, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this. If there's a restaurant right next door, mm-hmm. if they could be Fat Burgers, skinny Park would work. That's
1: why, that's why he, uh, yeah, that's why he does, that's why he's behind the camera. That's um. That's good. That's good. Well, you got to shout out, yo, Bob. Yeah, Nora Peterson, hey, shouts out, shouts out. You
0: could, you could call it, because it is skinny, you could call it Fat Park. You could because, because, you know, that's you know, it's like, mildly uh, artistic. It is. You know, it's like,
1: oh. Right. It is a little play, a little play on things. OK. OK. Now, let's see here. Let's talk about a couple more, a couple more things before I get back to an important piece of news that I'm going to leave with, because that's actually quite paramount for the weekend. You guys quite paramount. All right. Are you familiar with the Green Mile? Aurora's Green Mile, the Green Mile for bikers, may be on the road to being repaired. What bicyclists bicyclists have called the Green Mile through downtown could soon get a facelift, the green two-lane extension of the Fox River Bike Trail through downtown Aurora, which only actually runs about half a mile. I like that. He did his own little fact check in in the article. Love that. It needs some work despite being only a few years old. Alderman on the City Council's Infrastructure and Technology Committee this week recommended a $288,379 contract with Aurora-based Geneva Construction Company to do the project. They were the only company to bid on the work, and they submitted two bids, one using asphalt, the other using concrete, at the request of the city. Aurora Deputy Public Works Director Jason Bauer told committee members the bike trail extension was created a few years ago when the city made both Lake Street and River Street two ways, instead of the alternate one-way streets they'd been for years. When the streets were one-way, River Street was part of State Route 31 going north, while Lake Street was Route 31 going south through downtown. When the streets were made two ways, the state allowed Lake Street to be Route 31 through downtown as it is everywhere else, and they took that designation away from River Street. That allowed the city to make parking modifications along river as well as add landscaping. As part of that, the Green Mile was built linking the bike trail through downtown. It runs from Downer Place to North Avenue where it turns and rejoins the bike trail along the river through Herds Island Park. Very cool. All right. The link for this. Here it comes in the chat for you guys. The time is 8.37. All right. Dan left us with Gordo Park. I like that. Gordo Park. Very, very cool. Gordo Gordo means uh, fat in Spanish. Yeah. Gordo. There's a TV show. uh, There used to be a TV show. I don't know if anybody remembers this called El Gordo y la Flaca. It was on Saturday mornings. It was kind of like a variety show. There was a big, there was like a, a big Latino dude and then the, uh, a shorter Latino woman. It was really cool. It was really cool. Um, so yeah, we still need some more names. Put the names in there. Put the names in there. The time is 8.38 a.m. Yeah. All right, let's get on to the news. Back to the news, I should say. Oh, and I need to give a shout out to a local business. All right. So, close to downtown Aurora, there's a great local business that you should know about called AA Electrical Contractors. AA Electric installs services, repairs wiring, conduits, fixtures, and other electrical devices and systems in an industrial setting. AA Electric has been providing electrical, or excuse me, industrial electrical services for over 30 years in Aurora. AA Electric in Aurora knows what it takes to get the job done on time and on a budget. All work performed by AA Electric Industrial Electricians in Aurora meets the regulations of the National Electrical Code. Give AA Electric Industrial Electricians in Aurora a call for a free estimate on your next industrial electrician project. Shouts out. And it's also owned by a great man and a friend of the show, Mr. Peter Aguilera. Good morning to you, Pete. This one is for you. Right. All right. Next, our state representatives: Stephanie Kepplwood of the 84th district, Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd, and Mr. Keith Wheeler representing the 50th district. Shouts out to Oswego. They're partnering with the Kane Senior Council and Saint Athanasius. Athanas. <laughs> Sip it up. Sip, do it. Ah. Uh saint athanasius greek orthodox church to provide free frozen meals to seniors once a month uh, from 11 a.m to 1 p.m on prescribed mondays so the last two dates are monday the 16th coming up and september 13th saint athanasius is located at 1855 fifth avenue in aurora shouts out to them for all they have been doing okay And also, uh, just announced, so this is actually very important for you guys as well to read about. So the CDC has issued a new 60-day eviction moratorium for most of the U.S., and that's due to the spread of COVID. Uh, Now, this is going to last until October 3rd, and I have the link for this uh, for you guys as well. Also, I want you to know, making a list, checking it twice, I'm writing them names down. I got the names. Gordo Park, Dan Barrero. I got that. We got Gordo Park. Tracy Duran, Fat Park. We got it. We got it. Okay. Well, listen to this, my dear friends. Listen to this. Give me your ears. All right. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued a new eviction moratorium that will last until October 3rd. Uh, now, the it is the ban has been announced. And, oh, my goodness gracious. There we go. The ban has been announced. The word is out. This is to stop the uh, the current wave of evictions taking place or have been taking place. Uh, there has been a lot of consternation that to have a Delta variant on the rise and have evictions would be counterproductive in the realm of public health. Uh, I'm going to put the link in the chat for you guys that you can check it out at your leisure. Now, I personally have been under the impression as a person who works in housing i personally have been under the impression that anything and everything should be done to help people stay in their homes um, what do you guys think about that you guys can let us know in the chat but i'm going to give you the link to this and let you guys uh, read this at your leisure. All right, the time is eight forty-two. Where does the time go? So I might as well actually talk about the skinny park with my cameraman here. How you? How you doing? Good. Um, Good. What's new? Now I need a. I need a better name. Uh, I need the best name that you can give me at this very moment for the skinny park.
0: One of the names that came up that I really liked was wasn't it the Woolworth? Woolworth, can't say that. Woolworth, yeah, building wasn't something.
1: There was a fire. Yeah, there was a fire. Uh, It's actually, I think the I think the first Aurora fireman to uh, lose his life on the job was at the fire at the Woolworth factory. Yeah, Um, the monument to that is right actually behind there, behind that whole building. So So it's in between where Mora. Is, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. So why don't we name it
1: that guy? Woolworth. Okay,
0: Woolworth. Woolworth is or, uh, or the firefighter.
1: The firefighter.
0: Whatever his name is.
1: Okay, I was gonna say because that's if that's a name for the park, that sucks. The firefighter. That'd be terrible.
0: <laughs> well, uh, but, but whatever name. his name is. I, I mean, obviously, it's, it's his name is forgotten. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's not. Been, there's a there's, there is a uh, monument over there. Yeah. But, you know, none of us remember it we know the statue. Yeah. The I think that'd
1: be a that that would be a good thing to do. It'd be a, a good honor yeah. um for the fire department as well. Norma says that's a great idea. Thank you very much, Norma. Thank you very much. All right, we try to keep good ideas on this show. We really do. Uh but I want to say I want to take this moment to thank you guys for tuning in and watching. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, please subscribe to the show on YouTube. Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from, and also check out the YouTube and all the videos. You can see the entire gamut, the story of, that's the word of the day, gamut, uh, of the story of Aurora. We've interviewed everybody from Carl Franco to Ron Hayne, Jamie Mosser. I mean, we've we've done a lot. Hip-hop, law enforcement, small business, community service, it's all in the story of Aurora. The second largest city's first daily news podcast is here. Now, I did that because I got to start like, making commercials and stuff, you guys. Okay. All right. Um, bring yourself on the, on the machine.
0: Okay. Let's, let people see who we're talking to. How are you guys doing? All right. All right.
1: Now, listen to this, you guys. Next, our friends of the Fox Valley United Way are having their very first Halloween Hustle 5K and One Mile Fun walk. Uh, It's a great fundraising event, the proceeds of which are going to ensure financial support for our children. The date will be October 17th, 9 a.m. at Phillips Park. Sponsorships are available still for this. Uh, This is a great way to interact, get healthy, and the Fox Valley United Way does a whole lot of good for our community, our city, and um, everybody. They've been around for a very long time. Now, there's a Batavia United Way as well. Uh, The Batavia United Way does very good, and I'm looking to get an interview with the staff of that. Um, If anybody knows them, let me know and see what we can do to uh, shout out their good work as well. All right. Uh, Tracy Duran tells us some good news here. She says it's actually the alleyway. On the other side by the venue. There were three firefighters that died there. It was the Woolworth Fire. The fire captains that died were John Peterson and Herbert Rice, and firefighter uh, Charles Hoffman. Thank you very much for that information, Tracy. Nice. So, yeah, maybe we can do that. The fire was at 1921 South Broadway. Maybe we can do that. Maybe we can name it um, Peterson, after the. Peterson Rice? Yeah, Peterson. Peterson, Rice, and Hoffman.
0: Hoffman. So. Yeah. Uh, try to get all three
1: names. Right. Or you
0: could call it P H
1: Woolworth Park or Woolworth Remembrance Park, Firefighters Remembrance, yeah. Remembrance Park, something like that. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. I think that'd be a nice way to do community. All right, but here's what I really want to talk about, you guys. Let's, let's chop it up in a big fashion now. So we got a new chief of... Police, brand new, brand new. Um, what do you think about that?
0: I think it's awesome. I think it's, you know, I mean, thing. Mm-hmm. So, wish we wish uh, the former chief well. Yep. You know, and uh, you know, pretty exciting. I mean, it's always new, nice to get somebody fresh in there and new ideas.
1: Right. What do you think about? Uh, so there was, there was, I won't even call it consternation, um, but. As, as I read online, some people were like, they should have outsourced. The You know, they should have made a post like, you know, the city of Aurora is looking for a chief of police. Um, now, you know, Keith Cross grew up here. He went to East High and all that.
0: Yeah, and if I remember, I, th- I think he was, the, I, I remember correctly, I believe he was the one that I met uh, during that, that incident. He was the guy. What incident? With um. The Henry Pratt shooting. He was oh, okay. the one guy that I, if I if I remember correctly, he was the guy that I talked with the coordinator. Okay, with Luigi's. Um, you know what? It's always sometimes best to hire in. I I mean, right? I mean, that's what we talk about with companies. Yeah, we hire within. We mm-hmm. build our. You know. Yeah, um, I think.
1: Um, I believe in. So it's it's in 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 regards to hiring. Yeah. In regards to hiring, yeah, you should you should widen, and seek a. A good pool of candidates with which to pull from, but I do believe, especially in law enforcement, in your hometown, in your city, you should be, you know, beating the bush of who's here to bring them to the next level, because I think that that goes to quell the, uh, um, you know, the concerns of the community that you know officers aren't baked in the cake. You know what I'm saying? I think because that eliminates that with this,
0: right? Well, and then also, he's he's a hometown, this is like a better term, hometown favorite, right? He's been here, everybody, I mean, I think everybody likes him. Right. I mean, you know, I, I haven't heard anybody, oh, man, that is awful. Right, like, yeah. Heard, I mean, like, so, like you said, he's been, he went to school here. I mean, he's passionate about the mm-hmm. town. So, I, I think that's a good thing, is having people that are passionate and, um, you know, excited to work. Right. Yeah. You know.
1: All right. Norma Peterson, she wrote an interesting post today. I think that's for Tracy. Yes. Now, Tracy Duran continues with us for historical purposes. If you're interested, there is. Oh, I clicked on the link accidentally. Look at that. I'm so much of a Tracy (laughs) Duran fan. I got away from what I was reading because I click on her links all the time. Uh, But Tracy Duran has posted a film of the fire from the year 1934 in the chat please they watch had, that at your leisure Tracy Duran is a friend of the show and a historian what's that they had cameras back then though
0: yeah I did not realize oh so. yeah yeah
1: just kidding the camera was invented in 19. I'm, I'm kidding okay <laughs> all right don't you know we do the history on yeah, the show I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Alright, Dan says there was another one on the south end of the block. The fire department has a ceremony there as well. Okay, that was the Orpheum Theater fire from 1929. Man, we got that, some smart that, friends. That, Holy you're absolutely right. God, I love you. People. I, I do I do remember reading about that fire because that was one of the
0: theaters. That was at the last uh, the theater in the
1: world? Right, because uh, now that's going back to the Entertainment heyday of Aurora, so yeah. that's that theater, kind of like or the that Bondo theater being and all
0: that kind of stuff, yeah. uh, burned down was Is a big it? thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, which ironically, just a little side note: Do you know Aurora doesn't have any movie? no movie theaters?
1: Not anymore. Yeah, that's right.
0: Not anymore. But they're, yeah, they're, but I mean, there hadn't been there hasn't been in probably close to twenty years. Right. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, so there's a now. I want to give a shout out to a Facebook group called Aurora then and now oh yeah facebook group uh has a lot of good historical aurora history in it i encourage anyone to check out that um facebook group okay so last before we go you guys let's let's do let's do this let's do this news i gotta i gotta tell you i gotta tell you this all right uh aurora downtown is hosting a new event this summer it's going to be called the back to school block jam that's taking place this weekend yep Um, Time is 8.51 a.m. This is the last piece of news I got before I go, because we have an interview right after this. From 4 to 8 p.m. this Saturday, uh, it'll be an afternoon of fun, entertainment, and free community resources. Uh, Local organizations are welcome to promote events, classes, workshops, and other activities uh, that focus on education and resources for rural residents. The event is for all ages, and it will include food, DJs, vendors, and family-free activities. Organizations such as the Alive Teen Center, YWCA, Wesley Preschool, and the Neighbor Project, amongst many, will be there on hand, giving resources. Charlie Creamery and Altero Latin Fusion will be open for business. Shouts out. All right. The time is now uh, 8.52. What did we have to tell people before we go? Um,
0: We have uh, Aurora Business United tomorrow.
1: Aurora Business United tomorrow morning at
0: at the Santori Library from seven
1: thirty to nine seven thirty to nine a.m. Aurora Business United so
0: entrepreneurs business people uh, government people non for profits you're all welcome come right, down
1: right uh, that's a good way to network meet folks and and share ideas and learn uh, and learn period there. All right, uh, so the time is 8.52 a.m. We're going to wrap this up a little bit early, you guys, because we got an interview coming up real soon. Uh, I want to say thank you, all you guys, for checking out the show and tuning in and supporting the show. Um, we will endeavor forever give you local Aurora news you can use that will benefit our shared city and community. Uh, We won't stop doing it. And I tell you, take a screenshot in your mind right now. Because five years from now, y'all going to look back like, remember when Good Morning Aurora was just? Yep. All right. Um, So that is it. It's Thursday. You guys have a blessed, positive, enlightened, and empowered day. Take care of yourself and each other.